who is pretty big in the baseball world for mm -hmm. sports analyzm or analyzm, Anal <laughs> being a sports analyst, whatever. <laughs> Journalism? I don't even know. Analysis. Analysis. There we An go. Analysis was a good <laughs> shot. Afternoon, whatever time we caught you. Welcome back to the Underqualified Knuckleheads podcast. I am your co-host, Daniel Keene, joined alongside me today again, your co-host, Andy Newman. Andy, how are you doing today? You know what? I'm just going to say one thing about that intro. I love how it's the exact same every single time. It just it, it invites the viewers into the, or listeners into the show, and I just feel like, you know, it, we've really found our groove with that intro. I love it. I totally don't remember how that came about, but then my dad was talking to me on the phone the other day, and he goes, I really love that intro. Hey, and it's I was beautiful. Like, hey, we should keep it. I think in one of the episodes, I mixed up the order, but that's okay. You know what? If it's the same general thought, and you're really like feeling good, and you're just saying the words, and you're inviting the listeners As long in, as we're happy and, and hey. healthy on this podcast, and we hope you're happy and healthy listening to this podcast. Wow. We got a wonderful episode for you today. We got a few topics. We got the USFL, the NBA All-Star Weekend wrap-up, as well as a new segment we're going to test out today. But first and foremost, football is coming back to the spring. Woo! Woo! One <laughs> of my favorite things um, is football, obviously, probably, obviously, one of the favorite thing in my life, sports-wise. Um, and I'm all up for more football. I've been all in. With all of these experimental leagues that have been kind of starting since 2019, we've got our um, – in 2019, it was the uh, Alliance of American Football with the AAF. I was a big Birmingham Iron guy. Loved that team. They had Trent Richardson. I yeah. thought that was super funny. Um, and then that league uh, died after six weeks because they had no money. A little bit that and a little bit one, Johnny Manziel was playing in the AAF, so it could That last. is also <laughs> true. Um, and then the next year, we had a actually much better league mm -hmm. in the XFL, which was a take on the old XFL, which was essentially just WWE football, which was kind of neat. Um, but this time, it was legitimate football. They had some great teams. I was a uh, St. Louis Battlehawks guy. I always go for the city or like the state that does not have a professional football team already. So I went for the St. Louis Battlehawks, and then obviously COVID hit, and that defunct them. But now they got The Rock. And now they have The Rock. Yeah, and The Rock and the XFL have a joint um, thing with the NFL now, so that might yeah, it's, the XFL it's, stick around. It's an agreement with the XFL with the XFL and the NFL to make the XFL somewhat of a developmental league. Which is awesome. So think the G League for the NBA. Basically, teams – I don't know exactly. Not, not exactly the G League because exactly. the G League and farm teams for like the MLB yeah. like directly feed into certain teams. I think it – This is just – Kind of, I can, think it. I mean, it, they have no details released on no. it yet, but I think it could be something similar with with the XFL and the NFL, where players might have a professional contract with the NFL, but they play with an XFL affiliate team. Maybe not. The USFL we know has no affiliation with the NFL as of yet. I think their big play in right now is that they will be playing while um, while the NFL is an off season yeah. to get more 
to get more uh, views. Viewers, yeah. Because if you obviously – You can't compete with the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, okay, so then the last uh, one of these little leagues that has kind of popped up recently was the FCF, the Fan-Controlled Football League. Oh, yeah. Also had Johnny Manziel and had uh, Josh Gordon in there. It was kind of a fun thing. It was an arena football league where literally all of the teams switched their rosters after every week. It's very odd. Um, Marshawn Lynch was an owner. Yeah, it was yeah. fun to watch. It was a fun little thing. Yeah, on and the I think side. they're still doing stuff with it. They're still trying, but yeah, and it, I was I, super big into that too. Honestly, we we often underestimate how dominant the NFL is in terms of not only football organizations but sporting organizations in general. Oh no, yeah, no, the, the, the NFL, NFL has really, a monopoly. They have a monopoly, and I think the XFL yeah. is doing a pretty smart thing right now in getting in cahoots with the NFL so that. You know, they're protected in some way, shape, or form. But But the big league that's coming back this year is the second iteration of the USFL. And if for anyone who's listening is a little bit older, maybe our parents, grandparents, the USFL was a big thing back in the 90s, as my microphone detracts. Um, And two of, like, a big names, if you remember, uh, actually went to the USFL before they went to the NFL in Jim Kelly and Steve Young. Yep. Both those guys were big. I think... 1982 was the was first the eight, yeah. was when they began the, 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 their first iteration of the league. And it actually folded just a couple years later, but it, it had some pretty good aspects. I mean, there was, no, there was nothing different from the NFL. Yeah, it, it was big in the 90s. That's, that's all I know. because It, it was a yeah. big thing, yeah. Yeah, and then, um, and then obviously it kind of ran its course when Donald Trump took over the whole thing, and he kind of ran it into the ground because he tried to – so what the original plan of the USFL was – was not to directly rival the NFL. They were poaching some of their players, sure. It was far bigger. Um, and then it kind of and then he tried to put it at the exact same time as the NFL and went completely defunct. Yeah. I think it's I think the the, the last team that was able to actually rival the NFL was the AFL, which oh, actually yeah, in the merged 70s. with the yeah. NFL. So Maybe maybe we'll get a third continent. No, yeah, no, but <laughs> no, no third conference in the NFL. So the USFL, with the moderate, not really success of the uh, startup leagues that have been in the past couple of years, but I think there's a real market there. It's just there's been some crazy stuff that has happened. Um, so the USFL is trying up again, uh, and they have eight teams split into two divisions. The North Division has the Michigan Panthers, which woo, is your woo, team. Go Michigan! Uh, the New Jersey Generals, the Philadelphia Stars, and the Pittsburgh Maulers. And then the Southern Division or South Division has my Birmingham Stallions, the Houston Gamblers, the New Orleans Breakers, and the Tampa Bay Bandits. I will say I was a little upset when when there was a new league forming, and none of uh, none of my Indiana friends wanted to join fandom in the Michigan Panthers with me. Nah, I'm but sorry. I do respect kind of how you support your teams. Yeah, in the, no, I, in these breakout leagues, exactly. I will a hundred percent always support the the area that is not. Accustomed to having, yeah, like and all of I these, like that. basically all other than New Jersey, but New Jersey really is kind of just uh, the Giants. There's and the enough. Jets. There's enough teams in New Jersey. So well, they're they're they literally play they, in New Jersey. They play in New Jersey. Yeah. So like, I I consider I consider New Jersey right in with New York. So I don't really consider that at all. Birmingham, I guess, has Alabama. So I mean. Alabama football. Alabama is essentially a a, uh, professional football football team, is it not? So, I mean, but in comparison to everyone else, literally there is a – uh, there's a team in every single one of these cities yeah. or states. So well, I just went with Birmingham. And yeah. the Stallions, Stallions, horses, Colts, ooh. 
For those, yeah, <laughs> earlier I was going to mention it uh, when Andy said he, he loves football. For those of you watching on our live stream, you can check it out on our Instagram. Andy is wearing a Colts hat, a Colts shirt, and blue-themed Colts shoes. And Colts socks. And Colts socks. So. And a Colts undershirt. And a Colts sweatshirt. Okay. Yes. Don't have the Colts pants on today. uh, Sorry. I wore those the other day. When you when you started undershirt, I thought you were gonna say Colts underwear and then I was gonna I I do own a couple pairs. Um (laughs) they are not on today. Uh thank you for totally for bringing that one up. (laughs) But anyway, so going back to the USFL, uh so all of their games will be being played in Birmingham, Alabama. So every single game. Which I think might be kind of a good idea. It cuts down on expense. Um, like traveling expenses mm-hmm. and I hotels and everything. Um, you got all your games played in the exact same location. So you got like a your film crew or whatever stays in the exact same area. If you have a game right after another game, it's just the same crew. I think logistically that is a wonderful idea. Yeah, especially for the, for the first year. Yeah. Um, and I think obviously they'll probably branch out if it's if it's successful into next season where they're kind of going into these different locations and actually playing there. Um, but then, so, but I think as of right now, probably a great logistical plan. Um, and then the draft was this week and some notable names, uh, to come out of the draft. Uh, the first overall pick for the Michigan Panthers, the first overall pick of the draft was quarterback Shea Patterson, um, who is uh, a Michigan quarterback from Michigan talk, University. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I am. I'm pretty excited about this whole Michigan Panthers thing. Not only do we have another sports team to support in Michigan, this team looks like it could actually win something. Yeah. Um, Jeff Fisher is the head coach. Yeah, that's do another not, notable name that the Civil has. Do not forget, Jeff Fisher was like a yard away from winning a Super Bowl. He's he's got he's got the talent. I know he kind of flamed out in the NFL after a little bit, but I like this idea. Shea Patterson. I watched him play at Michigan. Not an amazing quarterback. He did not really do a whole lot in the NFL. I think he made a couple practice mm-hmm. squads, but. I think he could have potential. Yeah, he was he was on the uh, he was on the uh, Chiefs yeah. for a little bit. Not, he went not, undrafted, but he got signed by the Chiefs. Yes. But I don't think he made it throughout the whole season. Yeah, the um, the Panthers also in the late round drafted Paxton Lynch, who was oh yeah, I know that the name. Draft yeah, quarter, yeah. he quarter drafted by the Broncos in the first yep. round. Huge bust of a quarterback, but I like that. I like how they have one guy who's unproven in pro football and one guy who. Definitely yeah. torched torched his career in pro football, but he still has those pro football qualities. Yeah, and then another name that kind of struck me uh, as obviously somebody that's been around at these uh, startup leagues, Jordan Ta'amu, who probably isn't a household name for many people. Uh, he was a starting quarterback for the St. Louis Battlehawks back in the XFL, um, and he's been in and out of NFL rosters and, uh, and on teams and every once in a while. Um, but he most famously in the XFL – Started over current Washington Commanders quarterback Taylor Heineke, which is kind of crazy, and it's crazy how a backup it, it, that shows you, yeah. if anything, that these leagues can actually go somewhere because if you have a like a quarterback that is a backup on one of these leagues actually end up starting in the NFL and has not a horrible stint for the past two years, mm-hmm. I mean it shows you the potential that some of these players in these leagues have. And, and the need for this developmental kind of league. I love, uh, yeah, overall, I love the idea of, of developmental games. And yep. we are going to be very excited for the USFL. First game is played on April 16th, and it will be 
simulcast, which yeah, which is crazy because that's never happened since Super Bowl one in in the seventies. This is this is big. I think yeah. I think it's less. Uh, well, it is big, but I oh, think yeah. it's, I think it's less about it being big, but it being so small that multiple people that multiple organizations can carry it. I know, um, yeah, but you know, hey. plenty of viewing options on Fox and NBC. Yeah, so it'll be on both the main Fox channel and the main NBC channel. Obviously, uh, as games kind of progress and it's not the first week. It'll kind of start. I don't, though some will be on NBC, some will be on the main Fox. But then it'll probably get into NBC SN and then Fox One or FX One, whatever. Either way, very excited. Yeah, for it. this this is something that Can't I'm looking wait. forward to in the sporting world. Something I wasn't looking forward to in the sporting world, just based on its ha- past history, was the NBA All Star Weekend. Yep. Great it's, transition to the next topic, Dan. Thank, I like thank it. you. Thank <laughs> you. Podcasting galore here. Um, uh, but I don't know. I I never was a huge fan of the Pro Bowl, the All-Star Weekend, the All-Star Game for the MLB. I just never felt like it was truly a competition of great players. Well, no. Here, okay, so what I would say, though, I I do enjoy I, – I enjoy the thought behind it. How about that? I really like all of the stars being able to come together and play one game. And I think, at least for baseball and for the NBA, you can actually have – at least somewhat of a similar game to a real competition. Well, obviously the Pro Bowl, not the Pro really. Bowl. No, because they basically play two hand touch, correct? Which is not great. It didn't used to be like that. Ask Sean Taylor, <laughs> but whatever. No, the NBA they don't play defense in the All Star game. That's just not That's a thing they do. The, I think, which is kind of yeah. I just don't like like it's. I not, wish they it's did. Not fun to watch. I I liked. We talked about this during the Pro Bowl for the NFL. I would do the same for the NBA. I do the same for the MLB. But they should put something on the line yeah. that is worth winning. Yeah, I like okay, so the NBA does this where they like if you win each quarter, the team that wins each they break it up into quarters mm-hmm. and then the score of those quarters goes towards their final score of the game. But if depending on who wins each quarter, you get like a hundred thousand dollars goes to a charity of your yeah, choice. That's awesome. Which I like. And the yeah. NFL does like incentives, but like they're like forty thousand or whatever, it's, and they're it's like less. it's Trump. And also, change. they don't really emphasize the fact. Not Trump yeah. change for me, by but the way. But yeah, not, yeah definitely yeah. not Trump change for me. Um, along with the All Star Game, we get like the the All Star the All Star challenges, three point contest, which was pretty meh. The yeah, dunk, no, the dunk, uh, the three point contest uh, wasn't bad. Um, you got to give it out to Carl uh, Anthony Towns, the first center to ever win the three point contest. Yeah, good for him. I mean. Good for no, seriously, like good, that's, yeah, that's, very, that's very great... good for him. Yes, not I'm not I'm not discrediting his achievements. No, I'm just saying a lot of people don't sign up for the three point contest anymore. That's true. It used to, definitely back in the Larry Bird days. That it was, it it was used to be coveted. Huge, Larry Larry Bird was wanted it every single year. That I I remember seeing footage or like obviously very famous footage of him winning the whole thing mm-hmm. with the uh, with the starter jacket still on. <laughs> Larry Bird, legendary trash talker. Okay, yeah. So the three point was good. I, I I always like it, but like I said, I think the competition the is competition gone has gone down downhill. Yeah. When I think of like how a player and his agent talk about the All Star Game or the All Star yeah. Challenge, it's like, hey, you want to do this? And the player goes, no, eh, why not? You know, like uh, eh, sure. So, but if you're bigger name, no. Which is why we never saw Russell Westbrook do yep. it. Why we'll never see John Morant do it. Why we'll never see Zion Williamson do it. Probably because Zion will probably never play basketball again. Um, <laughs> that is up for debate. But even no. even worse than the three-point contest, the dunk contest was just 
it was really bad. Ugh. It was so bad. It was um, so bad. Like, literally, it was a dunk attempt contest. There were no dunks really being made, and if the dunks that were made were kind of lackluster. They were easy. I don't really I mean, know. Okay, wow, yeah. wait, wait. I just said the dunks were easy as a man who cannot dunk. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I... But from I the, understand from a, from it from the, a, from the yeah. perspective of a professional of somebody who, who does can this, dunk. Yeah, I don't really know if it's on the people who are in the dunk contest. More of the just like we've seen a lot of stuff. Yeah, like I don't really, I really don't. It's really hard know. to it's hard to reinvent a dunk. Yeah, after I don't know a while. what I mean, what do you do? Like what do you what do you do to fix it? Like after after Vinsanity, I don't think you can really reinvent no, it anymore. Like, um, there's it not was, a whole lot to go. Like yeah. I, I think we've reached the point where it's kind of just everything's been exhausted. Yeah, you know. And I mentioned this with with the all with the all um, with the all pro game for the NFL. Yeah, yeah. But like the skills contest, super fun. Why don't you just make that the whole weekend? No, the, the, whichever team and the wins skills the, contest this year for the NFL was so bad. It too. was bad, but it, it was, was still cool. better than the game. I wish they. I would've... still would have watched the skill contest over the last. I would have watched this year's skill contest. Over the last three Pro Bowl games, yeah. Even if it was bad, and this it was year. No, it was. I really don't even know. Like our All Star, they're good. All Star games are cool in theory. I like the idea. I like again. I like all the stars coming together, playing their respective sport. But when the the playing of that respective sport is really not like anything to be. It's not even really the sport anymore. It's just like kind of a walkthrough, a glorified mm-hmm. walkthrough. Then I yeah it's it, really it just not, becomes a little bit less you know less I, of an attraction. I don't um, know how you do it in a way that would make actual competition happen. Yeah, like and, why would yeah. why would any well, of the used players to be a play that long? It used to be yeah. like all of the players showed up and it was like this huge thing and people got dressed up for it and and like yeah, it no. was a big thing. And now it's just it just feels a little fizz, fizzled out. People would actually go and like at least the Pro Bowl. Like back in the day, people would go mm-hmm. to the Pro Bowl. Peyton Manning would go. Tom Brady would go. These stars would go. Now it's just like, eh. Like some are there, sure. I, I, th- I, none of them are trying. I like how much coverage they have on like the sidelines and of the bench players. Yeah. Thing. Like the NBA All Star game, they had a lot of going on with the players who were in attendance and the players who were on the bench. Yeah. I like that because you get a little bit more content, you get a little bit more of an insight. And Something obviously, I, yeah. And obviously the big point of that weekend with all the stars there was the 75th anniversary team. So obviously you got a lot more people Which that were we, there. Which we could definitely spend an entire episode talking about the flaws in that 75th anniversary team. Um, you think there was some – I I, heard I think people, there were some – People aren't a fan of Damian Lillard being on We there will put it on the docket for next week's episode. But there were a couple things that I did not like about that list. You know what I did like though and definitely going off of All-Star Weekend is the last person that got announced – was Michael Jordan, and he walked right to the middle because he knew exactly where he was supposed to be because he's the greatest of all time. He knew knew exactly (laughs) what was going on, where he was supposed to go. He did not care. I'm the best ever. I know it. I'm walking to the middle. (laughs) He could have walked. He walked (laughs) to the middle with his eyes closed if he could shoot a free throw with his eyes closed. Um, Love Mike. Something I thought was funny, did you see the whole buzz around Jared Allen's outfit? No. So Jared Allen – didn't make the All Star game. He showed up. He had a hoodie on. He he showed up in a hoodie and like probably just pants, like mm-hmm. a pair of not khakis, but like a pair of joggers and a pair of tennis shoes. Yeah, probably a nice pair of tennis shoes. And 
Social media roasted this man. So look at look what he's wearing. I'm, I'll show you the picture right now. It's got like a nice hoodie on. Yeah, it's just like a normal. It's nothing like crazy, a, but it's a I normal. I would say like something outfit. that like my brother would wear to high school. Yeah, and people like blew him up. And like, wh- what do you want to do? Like, wear a suit to an NBA game? Um, he. Well, yeah, that's what most people would wear. I, I wouldn't. Know. No, just wear whatever you want. He makes more money than half of the people. I know all of the, all pe- the he people makes more money you know, than all probably, of the people I know. And I would assume he said in, he said in, in media day for something, he said, it's funny. Cause I thought it was okay. What am I supposed to do? Wear a $5,000 chain to the game. That's just a casual outfit. And that's what I felt comfortable in. And Good I love him. that quote. I love that response. Good for him. Um, but I don't know. I just, I feel like there's a lot of con, not controversy, but, um, contradictions with the R star game because they want it to be such a big thing. But also, you have players not really playing, not really trying. Yeah, I. It's. I don't know. It, there's, there's. It's good in theory. Doesn't good really work theory. out. Doesn't in always work actual out. execution. Yeah, which is super disappointing. Yeah. Um. And then okay, so that brings us to the to our new segment that you really want to try and do. This yes. is Dan's idea. <laughs> I like it. I thought it was cool. Dan, you want to introduce it? Talk yeah, about so it. So usually, Andy and I agree upon everything. That is not true. everything, but on this podcast, not everything. We have some been, things, most things. Yeah. Um, but on this podcast, we have been usually on the same terms in agreeing with with specific situations. So this segment, our new segment, is going to be called This or That, where we have three questions to, to round out our show. Yeah. And they are questions that Andy and I already disagree on. We're going to spend a couple minutes talking about why we might disagree and see if we can figure out if this or that is the right and answer. And they're relevant to what's going on and right they now. Relevant. They're not just completely random things. <laughs> Maybe one week we'll throw in why Peyton Manning is the greatest regular season quarterback of all time, which he is. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that for next week. Um, but, yeah, no. Okay, so our first one that I thought of, is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Fame quarterback right now? This, kinda, this whole uh, topic kind of got brought up with Richard Sherman. It's calling Matthew Stafford a uh, milk toast uh, quarterback, not great, and he's just kind of meh. He's been okay his, every year. Uh, he's been good. I would say he's been good. But now that he wins one Super Bowl, he's automatically bound for the Hall of Fame. Dan, your thoughts. Obviously, I know what you're going to say. Matthew Stafford yeah. winning a Super Bowl only continues to cement the fact that he is a Hall of Famer. Listen to these career stats. Okay. 323 touchdowns. We're not going to talk about interceptions. Almost <laughs> four, 49, yeah, 49,000 passing yards. He is, he is about five yards away from 50,000 passing yards. His first season with a good team, with a team built around him, a team that can complement him, mm-hmm. he wins the Super Bowl. Okay. Now, I'm not saying he should retire right now and he's a full first ballot Hall of Famer, but he was AP Comeback Player of the Year. He's a pro bowler. He's a Super Bowl champ. If he plays another couple years, stat pads a little more, maybe wins another ring, he is guaranteed a Hall of Famer. Right now, if he retired tomorrow, I would say there is still a decent shout that Matthew Stafford should be in the Hall of Fame. (sighs) Okay. I kind of... I, I understand your point. I think Matthew Stafford is a good quarterback. I think he's been very solid throughout his time in the NFL. But I don't really – I cannot picture him in the Hall of Fame right now. If you're retired right now, I cannot see it. I mean, they're great. Stats are good. He hadn't won a single playoff game until this year. A single yeah, you one. You know who he was playing I get with, it. Though. I get it. 
That's like I get it. If you put Peyton Manning on the New York Jets last I think season, Peyton would still he be would okay. not have won with that team. I think I don't think he would win, but I think he would possibly be all right. I would be if, sure if he was there for thirteen years. If, I'm sure if, he would figure something out. No, if Peyton Manning <laughs> was on a team like the Lions, like the Jets, like the zero and sixteen Browns, yeah. he would not be able to win. But here's the thing. The 0-16 Browns didn't have one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. Yeah. So are you, are you lessening Peyton Manning's achievements right now? No. I'm saying – I'm not lessening – Peyton Manning is not the topic of conversation. It is Matthew Stafford. And I'm just saying that Matthew Stafford I, – I, I think my problem is that there are so many people that are just getting allowed to be in the Hall of Fame now. I feel like the achievement has almost I, started to get watered down. I would agree, but if we're going based on who is in the Hall of Fame right now, who has been in the Hall of Fame, Matthew Stafford, I could probably pick out a dozen players yeah, who Matthew Stafford is better than who are currently in the Hall of Fame. Okay, but like when you really think about it, though, is every single quarterback from the 2010s was so good that every single one deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? It is. I feel like it is if you are above average at playing quarterback and you win a Super Bowl now, you are automatically a lock for Matthew, what? Uh, not not Matthew Stafford. Matt Ryan does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I, he has an MVP. Yeah. He has an MVP. He blew the biggest lead in Super Bowl history. He was outside of that. I don't know outside, if it was his fault. Outside of that one MVP year that he went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, nothing too crazy. I he had Julio Jones. Yeah, exactly. I think he's relatively similar to Matthew Stafford. I think Matthew has a team win without an MVP in the Super Bowl and he has an actual individual achievement. I think both are very close. I don't really I don't really think either of them deserves to be in. I I think I don't know. I really feel and wish that the NFL Hall or the Pro Football Hall of Fame was a little bit harder to get into. Like you didn't bring in eight dudes that nobody knows about uh every single year, you know? Like you might, they might be really good, but like you need to be in the upper echelon of upper echelon to get in the Hall of Fame. And now we're already into the three hundreds of people. That's fair. I I would back that up, but I, I I my opinion has not changed. Matthew Stafford should be a Hall of Famer when he retires. I just wish there was like a, a another ring of the Hall of Fame where like oh, yeah. the dudes that were like Hall of miles ahead of people that are Hall, also of, in the Hall of Great, fame. not yes. Hall of Fame, Hall of Great. Yeah, no, like. <laughs> You would throw your Tom Brady in there. You throw your Peyton Manning in there. You would throw your Lawrence Taylor in there. You throw your Joe Montana. Oh, oh, yeah. you're saying? Oh, you're saying? Okay, I thought you meant like not quite Hall of Fame level. You're saying something no, above saying, the Hall of I'm Fame. I'm saying above the Hall of Fame. Like yes, the not the Mount Rushmore, but I know what you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Like Call a it. ring of people that are just miles ahead of the people that are also in the Hall of Fame. That you like Lawrence Taylor again? Yeah. Like I had said, Manning, Brady, Montana, Jerry Rice. Those are guys that need to be... Maybe. I don't know. I feel like they should be honored a little bit more than guys that have had okay years and careers like... We're not going to have like an all-pro Hall of Fame. I wish we did. It's a little bit of a dumb idea, but I understand why it's a good idea. Yeah, Yeah. I understand it. I just wish... Because now in in career and Hall of Fame and acknowledgement, Warren Moon is on the exact same level... As Peyton Manning and just like, oh, you, you got in the Hall of Fame. You can't do any better than that. Mm-hmm. So that Matthew Stafford would be on the same level as Tom Brady, you know? Yeah, I, I, I can I can, I can, can ride with what you're saying. But yeah, my opinion has not changed, and we're still good friends, right, and Andy? The, yeah, <laughs> and, you know, and again, also, I would probably say that 
Eli Manning deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, probably. 100%. Purely just for beating Tom Brady in the Super Bowl twice, which is yeah an achievement in itself. Um, and he had fantastic years. But then the rest of it, he ended with a 500 uh, career uh, win percentage, you know? 500 yeah. level. I don't know. Well, Matthew Stafford's not going to have a great win percentage either. But No, I, it's just it's it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Moving on to our, our second topic of discussion. Well, yes or no, this or that. Yeah. Juwan Howard got suspended for the for the remainder of the, sorry Juwan Howard Michigan head coach yeah for, let's give let's give a little ball yeah was involved in a post game altercation with the Wisconsin head coach where he went over and argued and then struck the Wisconsin coach in the face sparking a little bit of a of a mini mini brawl not a malice at the palace but not, definitely, no now we're definitely, close to that definitely a little brawl between. Um, between the teams, and Juwan Howard was suspended for the remainder of Michigan's regular season. That regular season is only five games, yeah, but long. The, the, to- the, 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 real, the real question here is, is Juwan Howard sending the right message to the Michigan basketball program with what he did? I think no, very obviously, but yes in a sense. I think no, you cannot have your head coach, the guy that is leading your program, Punching dudes in the face. There is a difference with athletic competition. I can understand there being a boil up of just like pure adrenaline and being angry with each other, which is brought out in athletics. No, I, I can't at yeah. all. The, the, I don't. That is that is a bond. I'm not saying it's a fireable offense, but I don't think in any way, shape, or form. No, no. What you did in that game is 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 benefiting your team's morale. No. Okay. So so what I was gonna say, I. Athletes, I can understand getting into fights. Hockey happens all the time. Football happens every once in a while. Basketball, malice of the palace, obviously that was kind of crazy. But if you're a coach, if you're in that position, you can't. You cannot. So I think we agree Did on that. Did we just agree? This, the point it. was to disagree. Yeah, I think we agree on that on that stance. But I think I would I would still back it though. Yeah, no. I, I mean, in, in in a way, as a player, I've seen my coaches. I've never seen my any of my coaches in my athletic lifetime um, do any sort of fighting, but I've had coaches yell. I've had coaches get in the referee's face. Sure. I've had coaches get in the other coach's face, and that tells me as a yeah. player, yeah, this guy's there for me. Once you see your coach strike Physically, another guy, oh, it, yeah, I feel like then you go, "What are you doing, dude?" Yeah, no, like, yeah, I think hey, it, it, wait. It, it compromises the whole point of what he's. It supposed goes. To be. It goes from I got your back to. I'm doing whatever the hell I want to do. Yeah, well, now, th- the one thing that I can kind of understand, I think he may be sending a s- kind of a right message to his players where he will stick up for them. I think I think that's even I, that. I feel like you lose respect know. when that's, you that's, do something that, like it. I get it, but well, I feel there's like our if, line. If I'm, there's yeah, our line. Yeah, if I'm a player, I would – I feel like it's a little bit of both. Like, I would – it would compromise my feelings towards him as a professional – but as a human being, as a person to person, I know that guy has my back because he's actually willing to do something about it. Just did not do it in the right way whatsoever. Okay, that's my that may be where we disagree, but um, yeah. I believe Howard will come back if they make them. Then um, according according to our sports director Joey Moore, um, he is not a fan of Howard coming back at all. He's he's had a lot of success, but 
Joey feels like this is just completely undermined. Joey's a big Michigan Wolverines yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. Completely undermined his entire reputation, you, you lose, what he stands yeah. for, what he does. So I mean, coaches I have it. done worse things to their reputation in 100% they have. But Urban Meyer. This is still <laughs> this is still not great. No, it's, um, Urban Urban did a little bit of yes. a little bit different, but it had the same effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, our, our final this or that: Will the NBA MLB? Play, oh, what did I say? You said the NBA. Ooh, that is on me. <laughs> will the yeah. MLB play a full season, or will there be some sort of delay or some sort of hiccup? Andy, what's your thoughts? So I've been watching a lot of Pat McAfee's show. I think we're going to bring up Tom Brady and Pat McAfee and your weird intro and me saying have a nice week or whatever. Um, <laughs> see you next week? Yeah, see you next week. There it is. Uh, in every single show now. Carving out staples. Yes. You know, just we're like doing it. podcast does. Woo! Um, anyway, so I've been listening to a lot of Pat McAfee's show, and he brings on his baseball guy, Jeff Passan, who is pretty big in the baseball world for mm-hmm. sports analyst. Or analyzm. Anal- <laughs> being a sports analyst, whatever. <laughs> Journalism? I don't even know. Analysis. Analysis. There we An- go. Analysis was a good <laughs> shot, though, you know? I, I, it was a word that was in my head. Anyway, so he's a he's a big sports um, big guy in that world. And he thinks that it's actually going to be pushed. The, like, that we're not going to get a spring training and will not actually play the full 126 games. Like, well, it'll be... It will not get done. I don't know. I think they will. This happened This happened the last time we had an NBA lockout. Everyone was like, oh, we're going to not have a season. We're going to have a shortened yeah. season. Something like that. They always sort it out. Yeah, I, mean, I would agree with that as well. But I feel like Jeff has a pretty good knowledge of what's going on in baseball. And he feels like this time might be a little bit bigger and more of an issue than we've had in the past. So Maybe. maybe. So we'll see. Um, honestly, would totally be okay if they had less games in the year. <laughs> yeah, we talked about I that last be, week. Again, yeah, like I, we talked about. Yeah. No problem. I'd be okay Make with it shorter. A, I'd be okay with a 50-game season. Yeah. Mm, not bad. So, um, but you think, but you think it'll get it figured I out? I think, I think it won't get too down to the wire, but it'll get about a month away from, yeah. I think spring training might be interrupted a little. Yeah, I think, oh, it, gonna get, it already has. It already has. Oh, it already yeah. will be. Well, I meant, yeah, yeah. I think they'll get about month away from opening day, maybe two months, month and a half away from opening day, and they'll get in a room. And somebody will fold. And they'll sort it out. Which, they'll get it done. Which is generally what happens. But, you know, who knows? Who I think knows? I think hopefully, and not hopefully, maybe hopefully, I'm sure maybe they'll get something figured out, but I think they might not. It might not. Ah. So, and then that might be the only thing left on the, on the little outline that we do every week for our podcast. But I want to talk about one thing before we go. This is the week... I'm getting prepared. I'm getting excited. I'm going on Tuesday. <laughs> it's not sports related, but we like it. I like it so much. Robert so I'm going to talk about. I'm just going to talk about it right now. The Batman is coming out this week to theaters. I'm going two days, three days actually before it releases officially. I'm going with my dad and my friend Cole. Cole, if you're listening right now, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. But the Batman is coming out. What are your thoughts on it? Are you excited for it? 
I don't know. I was never a D- huge DC guy. I oh. sit I sit next to Andy in a few classes, and I always notice Andy doodles at least ten different Batman symbols. Oh, that's what class. I do when I get bored. I draw like Flash um, and Batman on the side guy, of my notebook. Guy paper. loves his Batman. Um, I I watch it. I'll probably wait a couple days. I'll see what you think. Of oh Batman, yeah, and then I'll watch it. I am interested to see Ro- Robert Pattinson as the Batman. Though. Yeah, no, I think I think you'll do a great job. I'm very excited to see what Matt Reeves. Um, how his direction goes. I think he's got an airtight script. He's been working on it for like four years or so now. Um, And I think it's very interesting to see what they're doing. They're kind of making the Riddler a a serial, like Zodiac killer kind of guy. And then I'm not a huge fan of Catwoman and and Penguin, but we'll see how his interpretations of those characters go. I think it'll be a cool, noir, detective kind of story. And I'm very excited to see, and I'm going to see it in IMAX with a full packed theater. So, so should so be fun. I am so happy for you. I see oh, yeah. joy, and I'm I'm joyous for you, Andy. That's uh, that's all we have today. I think we mixed it up a little, brought a little Batman in. Yeah, I like this or that. Maybe next, to, uh, maybe in the future, we'll have a little bit more serious stuff, like the Colts won't win a Super Bowl for the next ten years. Oh my God! I think that's no. a great one. Please to talk no. About. Yeah, <laughs> and then obviously next week I will also get into my review of the Batman. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll we'll do a thirty second. A summary Quick review. of the Batman, because we are a sports podcast, but I like a little mixture yes. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Go see the Batman. Go see the Batman. And watch sports. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you follow us on our socials. We are uh, Knucklehead Sport Pod on Instagram. We also put our live up every Friday yep. when we record if you want to catch a little bit of the you early You want to see stuff. me actually like moving my hands Yeah, and if you want to see Andy's full Colts uniform for every day. Sometimes I have DC stuff sometimes on, too. Yeah, I had a reverse flash shot DC of a shirt that one time, yeah. So anyway, thank you so much for joining us and you guys have a wonderful week until we see you again. See you next week. (laughs) Remember it.